Hello guys, you're so welcome here today to this podcast, which deals with all things in relation to narcissistic abuse, understanding it and surviving it and actually going on to thrive. Hi guys, you're so welcome to this channel, NarcCon today. Today I would like to dive straight into the topic of the video and it relates to familiar or familial spirit, spiritual energy and the narcissist. A lot of the time on these channels, we explain the narcissistic personality disorder, narcissistic abuse, and indeed the full range of cluster B, cluster B personality disorders in relation to psychology. And psychology is a great manual and vehicle to understand the behavior patterns from the love bomb to the devaluation stage to the discard and to the hoover and to the cycle all starting up again. Sometimes it's just not enough to understand what happens to us from a psychology point of view. And a lot of us, after we experience this energy that goes along with this personality disorder, a lot of us reach for the spiritual understanding because it actually becomes the only thing that makes sense to us and the only thing that can explain the need for help in order to overcome what we've been through in these type of relationships. So without being fearful of it, I'd like to give you a viewpoint on it that I hope would help. I know it helped me and I know that this situation comes up a lot in coaching where people have this experience, become aware of it, a lot of people don't fight against it, they embrace it and it helps them overcome what they've experienced with a narcissist and actually really grow as a person. So if you're open to hearing about this, sit back and let me know your thoughts and what you've experienced in this particular realm. So there's narcissistic energy and in general, Narcissistic energy is a destructive energy. It's a bad energy. It's an energy that seeks out to overcome and destroy in order to help that person feel better about themselves. So going back to energies in the world, even if you don't have a spiritual viewpoint or you don't believe in God or whatever energy, whatever religion, whatever religious beliefs there are out there, there is good and bad energy. And that's kind of something that everybody is able to accept. So putting that aside, let's take a very simplistic view of your birth, where you land in the world, what part of the world you land in, into what family you land in or not into a family, the mother you were born of, the people that surround you at the time of your childhood, the economic situation or the social situation you're born into. Are you born into peace times or war times? All these things affect the child, particularly up to the age of seven. And after that, it's a different development stage. But without laboring the point, we form a, an identity, we form an idea of who we are in that particular background into which we were born. And that's our family. 
That's our family experience. That's the way we first experience love. It's the way we first experience abuse. And it's the way we first experience an idea of other people's idea of who we are. And we gradually grow our own idea, but it's very much influenced and based on what we absorb as a child and what amount of love or not love we're given. And in general, in general, some people can be very, very well loved and grow up in that manner. Some people can be very abused and grow up in that manner. And some people, and in general, will have a bit of both. We'll have a bit of an idea of what it feels like to be loved and we'll have an idea of if what it feels like to be wounded. And that may be just that they weren't praised enough, that they weren't paid enough attention to, that they weren't made feel that they were good enough. So there's always something that we will leave our childhood with. And it's a conundrum that we're not able to solve as a child because we don't have the cognitive ability to do so or we don't have the power or the control or the space or the attention of others to sort this out. So it's a kind of a question that's put on the back burner. It's maybe it's what we call a childhood wound or the wounded child. And we go forward into life and we go and learn and study and work and have families and do whatever we have to do in the normal trajectory of life. But oftentimes... Oftentimes, the spirit, the energy that we were brought up in, we will unconsciously seek out in adult life. And it's my belief that it's a familiar spirit that comes to us or a familial spirit that comes to us. And we engage with that spirit because we feel at home with it. Because the way it's loving us, and that's often in the narcissist, the way it's loving us is a way we identify with subconsciously from our childhood. Now, that's not always apparent. The narcissist will come and praise you and adore you and do whatever it has to to suck you in and make you trust this person before you start to get devalued. But I'm guessing that you recognised in the devaluation that the narcissist put you through, that it felt very familiar to the spirit that you experienced in your childhood. And it is perhaps a reason that you stayed with the narcissist because in adult life, we feel if we can work this out, if we can make this relationship work, then we can prove that we are actually good enough or that whatever the niggle was from our childhood, whatever part of us hadn't been fully, what I always say, cooked or finished off, whatever 25% we just needed to complete, whatever 25% of comfort and love we didn't receive as a child we perceived we were going to receive in the narcissist. Then the narcissist took that away from us. Then we worked hard and hard to prove that we were good enough for the narcissist to give that back to us. It's often us trying to work out and put ourselves back 
into the position we were in in childhood and for this time to make it work so it will sort out in our minds that we are actually good enough. And here is the conundrum. We can go from relationship to relationship to relationship that has a familiar spirit attached to us in a narcissistic individual. And we can be very attracted to that energy because it feels like love and it feels like home. We can seek out and seek out and try and solve our subconscious, unconscious wounds, wounded child as we carry within. And each time keep trying to love the person more to close that wound and make ourselves receive the love that we didn't get in whatever, for whatever reason and in whatever form that we didn't get as a child. But basically what we're doing here is we're looking for love by giving love. And there is an element of codependency about this, but I believe it's not so much codependency as seeking, seeking completion from childhood. I don't believe it's something that you can carry through your life without being able to heal it, being able to cure it. If you understand what's actually happening to you with this familiar spirit that seems to cling on to you as you go through life and in a way to bring you down and to stop you in your purpose. You were born as an innocent child And if you happen to suffer abuse as an innocent child and go on into adult life and attract that same energy, I believe it'll happen again and again and again until you stop it. The first way of stopping that is to understand your attraction to the energy. And the second way is to say, this is akin to putting my finger in the fire getting a burn and thinking that hurt and I won't do that again but another fire comes along another narcissist and you put your finger in the fire again and this time your finger gets sizzled and it's so painful you could lose your finger and at this stage you kind of go I'm gonna have to stop doing this This is actually, I could lose my hand if I keep putting my finger in the fire just to see what happens. I'm attracted to this fire. This fire is not good for me. It's when we stop and take a look at what we're doing and understand that this, what I call evil, bad, familiar energy, that didn't serve us well as a child. When that comes back to basically haunt us in adult life, if we don't understand it and recognise it for exactly what it is, then we're going to continue to get burnt. We try and heal the lack of love that was given to us or the feeling that we just weren't good enough, that You know, we were different from everybody else and we needed to try to conform because being different was bad. Whatever it is or whatever it was in your childhood that you didn't get or that 
abuse you received that you try and put right in adult relationships is not going to work if you're attracted to the same energy that you were born into, basically. So it's the recognition of this and the recognition that when the narcissist dumps you and tries to inflict a further childhood wound or an adult wound on top of the childhood wound to finish you off, to actually make you believe. This is what I believe is spiritual, that you have a purpose in life, that you have something to achieve in life, that you were an innocent child and you've decided not to live your life in narcissistic energy, but to live your life in a purposeful way. And you keep floundering because this energy is chasing you. It's time to understand exactly what it is and to say, I'm not going there anymore. I will love people, but I need to love myself first and to recognize that I didn't get everything that I was perhaps, you know, could have gotten as a child. And it perhaps wasn't the fault of the people or the family I was born into because perhaps they suffered just like me when they were children. But it has to stop because if you go through your life trying to solve the issues of your childhood by attracting the same energy without laboring the point, by continually having toxic relationships to bring those wounds up, to try and solve them within the relationship, your life purpose is never going to get started. It's going to be a spiral of cycles that you go in just like a narcissist goes in. Never ending cycles of highs and lows and love and pain and feeling not good enough and self-sabotaging, getting giving in to addictions and never just saying, sit still for a moment. Be with this for a moment. Stay in the energy you want to stay in. Be the person you want to be. Understand that no other person can give you the missing part of yourself. Being with a narcissist can show you the missing part of yourself if you do the work on yourself post-narcissistic abuse. If you can grieve, grieve for the part of you that was wounded as a child and know that that's private to you. It can't be worked out on another person or with another person and particularly not with a narcissist. So if you look after the wounded child within yourself and really heal it and know that you deserve you deserve love in the same way any other person deserves love. But you are not here to go out and empty yourself of love in order to do a deal with the other person so that they'll fill you up with love. It has to be 50-50. And if that's anything I've learned and can pass on to you post-narcissistic abuse, 
That is the biggest lesson. To stay within your spiritual energy and not to be attracted to something that was destructive from your past. And you will know it. You'll recognize it when it comes along. You will feel overexcited. You'll feel like doing things that aren't good for you. You'll feel like giving in to addictions. You'll feel like going really fast with this person. You'll feel like not spending time with friends or family. You'll feel like not staying in your routine or doing what you need to do and taking responsibility for things. If the other person doesn't have that negative narcissistic energy, they'll take things slowly with you. They'll give 50-50. They will nurture you as you can nurture them. So I guess, guys, what I'm trying to say is use the narcissistic experience that you've gone through because it's it's damn hard. It's very, 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 very painful. It is like, in fact, when a narcissist breaks up with you, it's as if your parent has broken up with you because it is so familiar. The spirit is so familiar And that spirit, that destructive spirit will chase you throughout your life if you keep engaging with it. Because it actually in the negative negative sense wants to take you down, wants to stop you from walking in the light, wants to stop you from being yourself, from being just as good enough as you know you are. You believe you have to believe you are. You are literally a light and lovely, innocent child, and you were born into a set of circumstances that may not have been ideal. But the success of going through this experience is clearly understanding that that was not your fault. Your birthplace or circumstances or parents or experience was not your fault. But if you see it in adult life and you understand it and you keep hurting yourself on it, then it becomes debilitating and it becomes the destruction of you. And in the end, that spirit, that bad spirit, that dark spirit wins. So try and fight it. Try and fight it and stay in the light Stay in your purpose for which you were born and recognize that this is a separate entity, that this spiritual energy will come at you and at you until you say, I am not putting my finger in the fire anymore. I am not going there. I didn't deserve it. And I know now that I'm actually okay and that I don't need anyone else to prove to me that I'm okay because Now I'm proving to myself that I am and I'm grieving for the comfort that I may have not received as a child and I'm comforting myself now and I'm taking care of me and then then I will be free to go out and love without needing to get anything from it, without needing to save anybody, without needing to save myself, without engaging in the darker side of life, without without attracting a narcissist, without going into that familiar energy, 
and basically living the life that you were born to live. That's it for today, guys. I will see you again soon. Take great care of yourselves. Until next time. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.